Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Jamie Dukes, 10-year NFL veteran, NFL analyst. Jamie, how are you doing, baby? Doing good. Hey, have you ever got Scotty's, need to grow, I need to grow, I need to grow, I need to grow. You got to get the hockey from Scotty Pharrell. Hammer, 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 that's your hockey analysis? That's just uh, my oh, hockey yeah. fights. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I go back longer with Jamie than I've known your surly ass. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> well, you guys hug it out up, through man? the radio. I'm great, baby. How about you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Absolutely well, good. fantastic. We're trying to figure out what happened to the New York Giants defense yesterday, giving up almost 200 yards on the ground. We thought that would be their strong suit coming in this season. They pathetic. played so well last, last year. And then yesterday, the last three drives for the Eagles ended up being scoring drives. And the Giants, after a valiant comeback, I mean, easy lose drives. the game. Those yeah. are the easiest right. drives I've ever seen in my life. And Eli yeah. Apple is terrible. <laughs> terrible. But here's what- but here's what I would say to that, though. And I asked you the question, Brian. You played a long time. You get tired. Yeah. The offense is doing nothing. They're not running the football. They're not physical. They're not tough. What do you know about football? If you can't, if you can't run the ball, you can't stop the run because you're not getting challenged in practice. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, it's, it's the, the Giants are not exempt from that rule. That's the same old rule, right, B? If you can't run the ball, you can't stop the run. Yeah. There you go. Fair enough. I, I've never seen, honestly, I went off earlier about this. They literally cut through them on those runs. Like, after you get up 21-14 and let them march down the field in, like, five plays, it was embarrassing. And then to go down and kick a field goal and take the lead, and you think you had it ice, but you let them do it again, and literally every play gained 15 yards. It was flat-out embarrassing. In fact... Uh, no one will say this. I will. Uh, their season's over. I mean, that was it. Yeah. You, you, you're just it's done over. at that point. Three zero and three. No teams go to the playoffs, and especially teams that can't stop anybody. And that defense. Remember last year, their defense got them to the playoffs. Yeah. What the hell happened to them? They took all the money and went somewhere on vacation. <laughs> I mean, what, were they in the Caribbean? I don't know what they were. <laughs> their defense is terrible. It's terrible. Tired. Tired. Be con- it, it, tired. It's real simple. You cannot put that kind of pressure on a team. But 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 I, I go back to there. It's 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 this San Diego Chargers. The San, any of these teams, I call them these surfer teams, who can't run the football. The same thing applies because what happens in training camp? You don't get challenged. The defense doesn't get challenged because the offense is so soft. You know, and so that's the reason why it just doesn't work. It doesn't matter what's going to happen, and I agree with you. Giant season's over, but because philosophically, and and here's what's so funny, and I'm not saying he should still be in New York. What are they doing in Jacksonville? They are crushing people because they are physical. Mm-hmm. We're going to run the football. I don't know if their quarterback's going to throw for over 200 yards this year. Uh, I mean, because you know what they're going to do? They're going to keep coming at you, and they're going to be physical. And and clearly, if you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, they look like a football team. 
Right, and Tom Coughlin, Tom Coughlin's in that front office now, of course, long time coach here with the Giants, winning Super Bowls. And They're he goes violent, in. but I, I honestly, like, let's 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 not get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> they, they always win in London. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, Scotty, Scotty. He's, he's got now. nothing to do with it. Last he's doing year, nothing. Scotty, last year, we were, you know, as a matter of fact, for the last five years, when you said Jacksonville, you couldn't start, you, could, you started laughing before you got the E out. That's true. Or it got to the two L's. <laughs> they look like a football team. I didn't say they were going to the playoffs. No. But how do you how do you start the turn? Atlanta. I'm with you. you start I mean, they started the turn, Coughlin and what they're doing, because it starts with what Giants don't have. Physicality yeah. on both fronts. I, I think they're uh, you know, what I think is is and I think it's more uh, a testament to violence than it is Tom Coughlin. I think they're playing very, as you said, physical, violent football. They're they're laying people out and they're hitting See? and they're making guys uh, worry when they get the football in their hands See? that they're gonna get stuck. Be Help your boy out, B. <laughs> Tell him when it starts, B. Because that's how they, the Giants got two Super Bowls, B. D. It's with the old man. Violence and hitting people. Right. It's, it starts in the trenches. That's, I thought Crabtree last night was dropping passes the, like he used to. Right. Be, or Cooper, because he was afraid he was going to get hit. Yeah. There you go. Hey, the other team here in New York, Jamie, uh, the New York Jets, I said I got ridiculed because I was reporting what I'd heard, that there was a lot of optimism about this roster, even though it was devoid of a lot of high-profile names. Uh, A big win, surprising win over Miami uh, yesterday. They made Jay Cutler look like the old Jay Cutler. Uh, What did you see from that matchup? Well, the thing is, I mean, you see a team that, you know, that's playing hard. Uh, and I don't necessarily disagree with you either. And I understand, see, when you look at football a little differently, it's hard for people to understand, you know, uh, uh, what you're looking at. That roster's not where it needs to be, but that doesn't mean that there aren't pieces there that you say, look, we've cleared out some clutter. I'm not a fan of what they've got at the quarterback position and how they played the quarterback position, uh, but nonetheless, solid performance out of that. But that team, they're rebuilding, and you know they're rebuilding, and they went out and beat a solid NFL team yesterday. I thought uh, the game that I was really impressed with, I couldn't even believe when I saw after the game, is that even uh, possible that the Aaron Rodgers had never won an overtime game? Is that even possible? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that game was fantastic. Uh, and it was finally the, the Bengals showed up and played football right. for the first down. time this season. It's tough to lose a game like that after they should have had that game in the back. But I can't believe Rodgers had never won an overtime game. Is that even true? Yeah, well, it probably makes sense. So you think about it, because he's only got like nine Hail Marys. <laughs> I've never seen a guy with as many Hail Marys before it gets to overtime. That's why he doesn't have any overtime victories. Let's check the stats on the number of Hail Mary victories one guy would have. What about the Titans, uh, the job they did on, on Wilson? Wilson with some great late comeback uh, plays and passes when he was under duress, getting tackled, everything else. But Tennessee at home... Uh, and I thought, uh, what do you think of the Sherman uh, cheap shot on the sidelines on uh, Mariota? Uh, there was, uh, I thought he should have been, not because of that hit, but earlier he had been involved in everything, and I thought they were going to throw him out of the game. No, I, I, I didn't think it was a cheap shot. I mean, he's right there. I felt he led with the shoulder. You can't go in there without the head being a part of the shoulder, first of all. So I did not have a problem with that, I loved how the offensive line came to the end. Whatever you do, don't pop my quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, you can fit. You know, hey, you can do anything you want. Don't don't fondle my quarterback. <laughs> but at the same time, the, the Seattle to me is also another one of those teams that I just don't see how they make the playoffs. 
as crazy as it sounds, because that offensive line, they're not going to be able to sustain. I mean, it is horrible. And, and, and you've got to have some kind of – now, if anybody's capable of figuring it out, it's Pete Carroll. But I, I just have uh, some serious concerns about Seattle's plight because that offensive line just cannot protect Russell Wilson. And what does that mean? That means the defense gets tired once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they looked tired as uh, the, Murray was running through them, and and Tennessee is a physical football team. That's what they're yeah. preaching there. And as far as that hit, I thought Richard Sherman got more of his teammate than he got of uh, Mariota on the sideline. That did look late, though. I mean, he yeah. he was well out of bounds when he came flying in. There. Not, when they slow, when they slowed it down, I saw he was just heading in that direction. What about Devon so, Miller uh, when he got? Flagged? Oh, that was ridiculous. Yeah. How pathetic was yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, I mean the, the guy yeah. says psych. He, he acts as though he's going to help Tyrod Taylor, up the quarterback of the Bills, and then he pulls his it's hand these away. Guys, and these they, refs. They, they see that as taunting. It's these refs, man. They need to go out with Varel on a Saturday night to the Salsa Cuban Club, and they need Uh-oh. to loosen up a little, Uh-oh. Jamie, because these guys are the biggest bunch of stiffs and nerds. Honestly, these refs, where do they find these people? Honestly. Public service. Public service announcement be, I wouldn't advocate anybody going out with Scotty. <laughs> Public service announcement, people. Scotty invites you out. Uh, come up with a toothache. You're not going to survive this one, people. Hey, what happened with the – what did you think of that, uh, Falcons – uh, that they, I, I love the play uh, when the game was tied and he hit his uh, third option receiver. Uh, and you know, it's always the same thing. You see the the that Ryan's always going to Julio and he's doing this and he's doing that. But I thought uh, the Gabriel touchdown play was huge. It, it, but the thing about it, and it was, but what it speaks to, and I think I don't know who coined uh, Matt Ryan, kind of the natural. I mean, it just kind of, that kind of, I mean, that once again kind of shows you, in my opinion, kind of the evolution of Matt Ryan and the comfort zone he is now in. Um, You know, he has played well in the past. He has played poorly in the past. But to me, he's kind of settling in now to, and I'm not saying he's Aaron Rodgers, even though it's the MVP of the league. I'm saying that, you know, sometimes when you find that sweet spot, I just believe that Matt Ryan has found that sweet spot in his game. And so is Stafford. I think Stafford's a badass, and he's earning every penny. He's worth it. They're in every single game they play. And the end of that game was, I mean, it was. I thought that was really bad. But I had Atlanta minus three. I was telling BJ, I was like, I'm cool with that. But I still think Matt is playing phenomenally well. I think everybody always talks about, uh, we talked about this on my show, Megatron. He's better without him because he's spread it out so much now. And he's yeah. in every game they play. Mm-hmm. Eight come from behind wins last year. He's already had two come from behinds this year against Arizona. Now this one yesterday. Uh, I thought he won the game, but they screwed him. But that guy's an absolute. He's just going off this year. I mean, well, he went off last year. I mean, I, I think that you you got a guy who, like you say, you know, all the things I just said about Matt Ryan. I think you could make that argument, and I agree with you. You know, not having the crutch. Uh, and, and, and it actually kind of ticked me off earlier because one of the things that he said when Megatron was not there was that now I'm going to start looking at more film. And part of it was in part because people were, you know, the film that he was watching, they all played it kind of the same way because they got to do what they got to do against Megatron. But it kind of threw me to the point where it's like, so you should have been watching more film anyway because if you have been diversifying getting the ball around the other players, Megatron might still be there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you just don't eyeball him and try to feed him all the time. I, I would agree with that. Jacoby Brissett uh, got his feet wet a little bit last week. The coach lost. This week he really got going and knocked off Cleveland. A lot of people thought Cleveland would win that I was game. on Indy. I love that uh, game. They were getting one as a home dog. Cleveland hadn't been favored, uh, I think, since the First World War in a game. Uh, <laughs> that they were favored on the road was unbelievable, uh, and I knew they couldn't come through. I want to ask you about that as well, Brissett and what happened on that sideline with uh, Mike Evans losing his grip against your boy, Famous Jameis? I love Famous Jameis, but I thought uh, yesterday they looked terrible. No, it was a bad day. I mean, that's just one of those things that you chalk up to a real bad day at the office. But if you think about this, too, much of the quarterback performance has been choppy. You know, Carolina, not the jump you hear on Carolina and what's going on there. Oh, wow. I mean, it, it, you know. No, but this is this is preseason for Cam. He didn't play. I don't care who you are. And and look at Aaron Rodgers too. And some of the other great players. When these quarterbacks ain't playing in preseason, that's why their numbers are down the first couple of games. Because the games now, games one, two, whatever, whatever, are preseason games. And these guys will play better. But that's exactly what's happening when you get limited reps and I'm I'm all for limited reps in preseason. I'm not saying I'm not against that, but I'm saying the realities of the National Football League and the great players that are in this league, I don't care what position you are. You just can't pick up your stuff (laughs) and walk out on the field and think you're going to be successful and you hadn't really been into the, the grind of it. So that, you know, that's my two cents on that. I think preseason football is a joke. And I understand work, film, reps. I get all that. I got to tell you, though, I'm a firm believer in that month and a half is uh, the cause of massive uh, injuries and loss of games and seasons are destroyed. But it's a necessary evil. It's you necessary, need it. But yeah. I, think you, I think there's a day that's coming, believe it or not, and I, you guys will laugh at me. I think there's going to be a day when they don't need it and what they need more of work no. in the film room no. and more work in no. reps in practice no. but not work with contact no. and playing teams that don't I'm matter trying. and games that don't matter. I'm telling you, you gotta have it. You guys it. are both it's crazy. I never sport. liked either one of you. Dixon, you stay down there in Atlanta and I never liked you either. Jones. You two femmes with all your preseason games. I know what I do on preseason nights. I go to that Cuban restaurant. Uh-huh. <laughs> You, you are or crazy. the strip club in Vegas. <laughs> Either or. I could take you to a place. I'll take you out with Floyd Mayweather. You'll wake up in L.A. We started in Vegas. You'll wake up in L.A. Oh, we're going to yeah, jump. But co- hey, hey, but you'd be covered in $100 bills, though. Listen, I know this much. He's got two checks worth $600 million he hasn't cashed yet. And I got if I had those problems, I wouldn't be here this morning. I can hey, tell you that. Hey, uh, before we let you go, let me ask you about that Patriots-Texans game. Wow. Uh, I didn't think the Texans would go in and score as many points with Deshaun Watson, a rookie at the That's helm. That's because the Pats aren't but, that good. But he had a couple picks. But he did. You, you expect that from a rookie, especially going up against the Pats defense. But this is not the typical Pats defense, Jamie. It, well, it, well, it's the typical Pats defense in transition. Fans mm-hmm. lose Richard Seymour, make that transition. You know, Belichick is known for being a money ball kind of a GM uh, in that we're going to get rid of you a little bit earlier than we need to. That yeah. might cause us some issues here or there. The Chandler Jones situation, uh, you know, and then they got rid of a few more players. So there's going to be a transition there. And so does that transition get – because, see, they can't beat right now and maybe it'll turn around. They can't stop – I can tell you right now, the Kansas City Chiefs. There's about three or four teams over there that in the AFC, I'm not sure they can stop at the moment. 
And so uh, it, it it does bring into play because, you know, it's difficult to repeat anyway. Yeah. So um, that defense, I think this is traditional when they lose players and there's an attrition that happens, and then Belichick finds a way to recalibrate. The question is how quickly will that happen? It's not, it's not this year. That, that team's not winning the Super Bowl unless something drastic happens. Kansas City beat their ass. Yeah. I mean, that was physically imposing football. And then not only that, they ran a ball down their throat. They couldn't stop Hunt. It was embarrassing. That was that was the first time I ever saw a massive crack in that armor. Uh, they got issues, and it's gonna. Uh, luckily for them, they got a lot of uh, you know a lot of weeks to get it right. I, I don't see them going to the Super Bowl this year and winning it. I really don't. Players play football. Schemes don't. Coaches don't. You gotta have athletes. You have great athletes. You win with great athletes. If you lose those athletes, there's going to be attrition. I don't care who it is. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach, in my opinion, to ever coach professional football. That said, you just can't throw Lucky out there and Chucky out there and this, that, and the other and say, because we're Pat and I'm Bill Belichick. I'm not saying he's saying that. I mean, those are the realities of the game. Right, yeah. You know, know, that's just the reality of it. Yeah, X's and O's. You need some Jimmy's and Joe's as well. Jamie, appreciate you, man. And I will, I will take your advice and not hang out with Scotty Farrell <laughs> oh, late, no, late night. No, no, no. You should leave there. I mean, as soon as y'all leave, man, just go to your car. You know, say, I love you, Scotty. See you tomorrow. I don't know how long he's in with you. Don't, don't, hey, just trust me on that. Yeah, mind your own business. <laughs> I'll see you. I'll see you on the bench, brother. Thanks, man. That's what we're doing. Later. 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 Jamie Dukes, 10-year NFL vet, NFL analyst. He's a hoop. Scotty F- There's Pharrell's people calling even. in here. We need to, I know. We, we're going to hold on. I see the calls. Back, that we'll they come back. talk about how awesome I am. That, that's it. It's all about. That's what it says right Don't there. Don't let that guy hang up. No, no. Both you, Adam, Eddie, stay right there. We'll get to you on the other side. You're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Watching the Hurricanes also was, I think that's great news, great television. You don't like watching a, a weather channel, son? Only when uh, it's threatening something I own. Someone else. (laughs) Well, it ruined my place, too. Yours got hit. Mine got hit. Right. But uh, you're a wussy. I'm not. So (laughs) I just take it in stride. I think it's fun watching uh, rain, like Mother Nature, ruin people. I think it's it's news. Like, you don't think that stuff? It's crazy. You don't watch war? Remember when we bombed Baghdad? You didn't think that was badass? I I, I, I want to watch, uh, like, flames flowing through the air and buildings blowing up. I love that. You are okay. You can't tell me that's not cool. I, I, I'm cool with the the war movies and you didn't all watch that. Puerto Rico I, I watched I watched the Weather Channel. Two hundred mile an hour winds in Puerto I Rico. Know. That was that's, awesome. That's crazy. But I mean the the the, the globe, God. the Earth is just angry God. right now. God. Earthquakes, hurricanes, the president, yeah. <laughs> NFL players. Yeah, it's just it's wow. My wife. Yeah. They're all just angry. Everyone's so Everyone. angry. I'm just going to check out, man. All right, so what, I'm just going to go hang out on the beach and Is just he going to do the update, update? Uh, Andrew Bogish? Yeah, yeah hey, you want Brian. him to? Absolutely. All right, thanks. <laughs> and then I want to get to the guy that wants to talk about how awesome I am. I'm, I've been waiting oh, for that right. for 10 minutes. Oh, that's right. you got minutes. Adam and Eddie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Kirk Cousins <laughs> threw for three scores. Derek Carr was picked off twice and sacked four times. Washington smoked Oakland 27-10 on Sunday Night Football. Carr's offense didn't convert a third down, gained only 128 yards. We just got our butt kicked. <laughs> um, hats off to Washington. They came out. Um, 
uh, with a great plan, and they played well. And now the Raiders have their first loss of the season, just like the Panthers, who got run over at home by the Saints, 34-13. Cam Newton picked off three times oh. and sacked four. Things on the offensive side has to be better, and I'm, I'm, I'm proclaiming that uh, it will. Glad that settles. Uh, still unbeaten, <laughs> the Falcons and Chiefs. Atlanta escaped Detroit 30-26 when Golden Tate was ruled down by review just shy of the goal line with eight seconds to go by rule because they went to review those eight seconds were run off and Atlanta won and the Chiefs dropped the Chargers in LA 24-10. Tom Brady, five more touchdown passes yesterday. The passing at every last one against the Texans. From the Texan 25, Tom off the snap, drops back, he pumps, he throws it left, he's looking for Cooks in the end zone! It's caught! Is he it's a touchdown! Patriots! Bob Sosi and Scott Zolak on Pats Radio. Mm. Brady and Cooks also looked up for the two-point conversion that gave them the 36-33 final over Houston. Monday Night Football has the Cardinals hosting the Cowboys. America's team. Dwayne Wade and the Bulls are finally divorcing. Wade reportedly getting about $15 million in a buyout. The Cavs, the apparent frontrunners for his services, but there's also Miami, San Antonio, and OKC. The LA Angels, a 7-5 win in Houston last night. That snaps their six-game losing streak. They stay four and a half games behind the Twins for the second AL wildcard with seven games to go in the afternoon. Arizona wrapped up the top NL wildcard. There's a drive to left. Ozuna back, and it's over his head. Up against the wall. Martinez walks off the Diamondbacks. They've got a victory. And look at the celebration on the field. We can't. It's radio. Greg Schulte, Diamondbacks Radio, Arizona beat Miami 3-2. They'll host somebody in the wild card game next Wednesday. And, and no offense, they are the only team, really, that can beat the Dodgers' ass. They own them. Yeah. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. I want to see them win the one-game playoff and then play the Dodgers and end that so we can continue on with 1988 and Kirk Gibson highlights. <laughs> uh, the Rockies right now lead the Brewers by two games with another wild-card spot. And while football and basketball players fought back against the president, Scotty's Penguins said yesterday they will go to God their customary trip them. to the White God, House. God bless the Stanley Penguins. And, and, you know, Boomer Esiason talking to me this morning about the Rangers, those femmes. Honest to God. <laughs> Two times they've they've repeated twice. 91, 92, 16, and 17. I bring my cup in here every spring, and everyone, everyone, I hate all of you. My team wins. You all lose. I'm a champion. You're nothing. Go have a bagel and a sandwich. We win. You lose. I'm sick of watching these stupid Ranger Islander and Devil fans around here with their crappy teams when my five-time Stanley Cup champions. I love the Penguins more than I love my family and my children. Wow. I love my family, but I've only known them 17 years. Mm-hmm. I've known the Penguins 50-plus years. That's a love affair right there. That, I mean, that is that is a lover. Having a lover like that, you never forget. Mm. And I love my family more than life itself. I just love them more. Okay. Now, these things in life happen. You know uh, that. I, I think you've made yourself perfectly clear. Or right. your love Can we put resides. the guy on now to talk about how great I Come am? Come on. He probably loves you as much as you love right. the pen. Uh, Eddie in Blacksburg, uh, home of Vatek. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, good morning, you guys. Uh, I don't really have a question. I kind of have a request. Uh, you two are my two favorite sports show guys, and... Uh, I think we should make this into a regular show. Well, it's clear. Let me just establish. How much you gonna pay us? Let, let me establish a couple <laughs> things here. Already, they, they're trying this thing this week. This whole act, like they're not auditioning people for this, is ridiculous. They got the other guy already planted in with a size. And so here's the thing. <laughs> I've already listen. I've already won 
the whole week. So all these other people, Randy Cross, your boy Bogus, Bogus, go get some scrambled eggs. You can't hold my jock. And another one, who's the who's the fifth one they're bringing in here? Oh, D.A. Oh, please. He's in love with fat Marash out there. There's not going to be any splitting those two up. I mean, those two with their food and all their other nonsense. Are you kidding me? The, the what, mothership. He, oh, he's going to get out the mothership to hang out with some ex-NFL player? I'm the only person that can even stand you. I win. I've already won. The rest of the week is a waste of time. Tell Spitz and Chernoff they have no idea what hit them today. First of all, I'm better than everyone here to begin with. They just don't know. Because they're both curmudgeons and they go to bed at 10 o'clock at night and they have no idea how Pharrell and talented I am. I'm better than all of you. So, A, I win. B, you lose. Eddie, you're a badass. I'm the greatest thing that's ever happened. I already won the week. Both of these guys, like, are you kidding me? PDB and Mikey B. Oh, are yeah. you kidding? It's already over. It's over. Did like, they tell you that? Listen, I'm friends with Randy Cross. He has about as much chance of dethroning me. I mean, I, he, you go clean your toenails. You have no... Are you kidding me? Pharrell against a three-time Super Bowl champion. Crush. This is like it's working like, with the Nature Bar like Reflip. Floyd Mayweather yeah. against that hack Irish thug from the hooligan streets of Dublin. That bum that he was beaten out of a garbage can four years ago. That's what that is. Randy Cross against Pharrell. Please. <laughs> There you have Please. it. Adam in Baltimore. Welcome to CBS Please. Sports Radio. It's over. I already won. When are they going to offer me that hey job? Guys, how you doing this morning? <laughs> they better go into that till of theirs and get me some cash. <laughs> doing great, Adam. How are you, man? I'm doing all right, bro. I want to give you like a week or so. Last time I called, you know, when Merlin played Texas, and I'm a USC guy. Yeah. So I didn't want to call last week, you know, after what happened. But, you know, that 30-20 victory against Cal this weekend, I just want to know, you know, we – we ranked number five. We beat Penn State Rose Bowl last year. You think we're going to get into that playoff four this year? I don't think so. And yeah. as a matter of fact, I think you're going to have a tough one this week on the road in Pullman when you take on uh, Washington State. State. Mike Leach That's is going to be... beat them. And yeah. not only that, I had I had uh, I had Cal in 17 points. They were in the football game. Yes. Let me tell you something, just so you're, we're clear here. Texas should have beat them. Your alma mater should have mm-hmm. beat them. They had yep. him by the throat, and they let him go. That was the first sign, you know as well as I do, that Herman's doing a good job already in Austin because they were ready for that game at the Coliseum. They did that in front of 85,000 people. The performance against USC made me believe in Texas. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to win this week as well. And the fact that you could barely beat Cal, you'll lose this week. And let me tell you something else. You have games that I think are going to be uh, painful the rest of the way. I still don't believe. I think Utah give them a game. I think Notre Dame's going to give them a game. Mm-hmm. I think Colorado and Boulder's going to give them a game. Yep. And I think Josh Rosen and UCLA is going to give them a game. I guarantee you that that team is going to lose games this year. Not one. Not two. I say they lose three games. Okay. Like every year, they're so great, USC. When is the last time... Honest to God, USC was good. Name the last time. It was when Leinert was there and Reggie Bush. Early 2000. When they were paying players to go there. Now, I will say this. I just really quickly, I want to sleep with all their cheerleaders. <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter. Who's wearing those sweaters? Oh they always God. look great. I just want to have a steamy... 
Like, long afternoon at a hot tub with the entire cheerleading squad there. Who cares about the football team? There's something not? about those sweaters. Oh, my God. The USC and UCLA cheerleaders are so hot. No, no, no. It UCLA, be, no. listen. No, the no, UCLA no, ones no, are stuck no, up rich girls. No, but no. guess what? This is... They can't hold a candle to the USC. Is, you know what this is? Satan at work. Satan has put those chicks mm-hmm. on the earth to ruin a guy like you or me, yep. our life. Yep. Because I want to have... I'm steamy. I'm talking about sweating, <laughs> nothing on at all. Can you imagine if you and I got them down to Porta Plata, what would happen? <laughs> Do you know what would happen? It'd be all over, bro. Baby. My, both of our marriages would be dissolved. I'd be in divorce court. How about those young hotties? I where think it'd they, be worth it, right? Where are they spitting those girls out? I mean, this is a manufacturing the hotties at USC. The, forget the football team. Your cheerleaders are so smoking hot. I want to honestly tell you, You've no matter what they do at that dump, that school, that dump in the middle of the city. Trust me, I lived in LA. It's a dump. You know what you do is you are spitting out the hottest cheerleaders in the face of the earth. God bless you. That band of yours and those cheerleaders—they're all that matter. That's it. Love Boom. the band. They're great. They're losing three Us. games this year. I, I, I see two, but I, I, I'll go with you. How about you, Maryland, UCF, whipping their butts 38 to 10 I in their house? You, I did lose a ticket on uh, Maryland there, yeah. laying four. They got embarrassed. Uh, but I say uh, my question to you is this uh, They play Minnesota this week in. Many mm-hmm. uh, against uh, that coach that's all hyper. Oh man, your yeah. boy from Western Michigan yeah, rode a boat. Uh, uh, God, I can see his face. So, uh, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Chest Bumper, yeah. uh, do you think they can bounce back and get him? Listen to this: Minnesota's laying thirteen in that game, maybe twelve. PJ Fleck is PJ the head Fleck. coach. Too yeah. many points, I think. They're Mar- laying what? The, uh, well, uh, Minnesota's laying thirteen. Ooh. I say they can't cover the big fat number. I say Maryland rebounds. I agree. Not to win, but right. to show up and play better. I agree. I thought they looked terrible against uh, UCF. Yeah, but Scott Frost is doing a wonderful job. He's going to be one of those those names that's uh, probably there at Nebraska. How do you recruit? How do you recruit at that school? UCF? Yeah, and and, but they're doing a great job. What do you mean? You're in Orlando. You got a a, a Listen, please. You know as well as I do. 50,000 students. It's easy to recruit. I'm a Canes fan, son. Stop yourself. Here's the deal. Canes and Gators and Knowles. That's where it's at. But now he's got to deal with um, Charlie Strong, right? who USF. finally looks like a football coach. But there are a ton of athletes in and that he, state, as a, you know. That's how you recruit. They can't get them all. Listen, you need to pay them as much cash as possible when they're in high school to come to UCF. There's no way they're going to get them to UCF over, like, are you kidding me? Like, if I, speaking of hot cheerleaders, if I had a choice. Yeah, no way. Trust I me. mean, there's some, but trust me, dude. they're coming from trust different me. parts of Florida. Do you Florida? know what the girls at UCF do on weekends? They work at Disney World as like those characters in the, uh, you know, like Min- Minnie Mouse. And what's the other one? The, where they go through the, the happiness and they're in the little Dixie Cups. And they're in, <laughs> it's a small world after all. It's actually not a small world with Big Bertha coming in the saucer. <laughs> <laughs> you are crazy. More of this silliness after the break. Scotty Pharrell sitting in for Gio. This is Gio and Jones. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. I, I, is that what my glasses say? Big Red 75, look above. Yeah, Tonley Automotive. We oh, got that's the from Big Red. Why you. you got Brian Tonley on here then? 
Come on, man. We've been in the community for over 35 years. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to CBSSportsRadio.com. Ask the pros or tweeting it at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag AskThePros. This winner, one out of four batteries will fail. Get yours tested for free during Superstar Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. If it needs to be replaced, O'Reilly has the Superstar Battery for you. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. That was a bad look for the Raiders last night. And, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, the turnovers by Derek Carr. Hadn't thrown a pick uh, thus far in the young season. Had a couple in that ball game. They couldn't run the ball. I believe, believe Marshawn Lynch had about 16 yards rushing. So right. uh, no dancing and getting the fans, even though he was on the road, pumped up in that one. He got them pumped up in the uh, other way because shot. they didn't do anything. The defense, big plays. I mentioned that third and 19 in the third quarter. 30-19, you got to get off the field. This Chris Thompson are you kid. Buying, are you buying or selling uh, Marshawn Lynch back in the NFL with the Raiders? I'm buying it. Buying what? Yeah, I'm buying Marshawn Lynch. I think he can provide some firepower for them. They just didn't get it done last night. And as uh, Jack Del Rio said, uh, their head coach, good thing it only counts as one loss. So they can rebound so from So you this. think later in the season, you think in weeks 12 through 17 – He's going to be a pounder inside the five-yard line. That's the only way he knows how to play. Yes. And he'll be there, and he'll be healthy, and he'll be running. I don't know. You know he, he and he'll be running over he, people is what you're telling me. I believe he will. Now, is there a health question? Yes, because he got banged up there in Seattle uh, quite a bit near the end of his tenure there. But uh, I come missing a year. And 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 now being back in the first two years? No, just one. I think he's yeah. uh, doing I think it's it. Just one. I think he's doing it for. Um, and I, I don't deny that he's a good football player. Right. I, I don't deny that. But I think he's doing it more for his brand and for his TV career and his uh, all of his shows he's doing and the popularity that he has off of the field because his uh, you know he's doing all these new uh, Facebook shows and everything he's No doing, I wasn't aware of that. Oh so he's got a new um, he's got a new show coming out uh, that Facebook's going to own and and um, I think uh, uh, what's it called um, you, you know what I'm thinking of uh, Bleacher Report they're doing these okay. uh, Facebook shows uh, Marshawn Lynch and they're all like 10 minute vignettes of him doing funny things. Like, the first episode is him, like, uh, getting tires changed on his car. Everything he does is funny and wild. So he's doing all these shows. Do you remember when he was riding his bike around Scotland right. and messing with people? Right. He's doing stuff like that, and he's going to have this So huge... he came back just to promote his brand. I believe that he came back to play in Oakland for the last two years that they're there before they go to Vegas. I do not believe he'll play in Las Vegas. And I believe that part of his reasoning to come back and play for the two years was the last two years in Oakland, which he loves Oaktown. Without a doubt. And right. secondly is to uh, make his off-field business, as you know, and brand. He has a business. He has an entire entity in Northern California that sells all of his wares. But all his, of his brand clothes, was doing okay when he went into retirement. His, trust me, if you don't play in about five years, you don't matter. It's called Don't Matterville. Once you <laughs> stop playing, no one gives right. a rat's ass about you. True. When you play... Your brand is on the skillet. It's hot. It's breakfast. Everybody wants a piece of you when you matter. When you don't matter, you know what happens? Barry Bonds happens. Barry Bonds, when he played, people couldn't stop talking about him. He's juicing. He's this. He's that. Everyone was talking about him year-round. When he became a baseball coach mm -hmm. with the Marlins and then the Giants, 
He doesn't matter. Do you remember when he stopped mattering? He was riding bicycles in uh, the Bay Area. <laughs> and people are like, hey, I think I just saw Barry Bonds on a mountain bike. And it's like, <laughs> when you're getting talked about riding a mountain bike with a helmet on, you have officially uh, run the course. You don't matter so, anymore. Okay. I think he does it all to make his brand uh, on fire and to, and to manipulate Everything, TV deals, his business, his everything that he does, his brand is enormous right now in Northern California, particularly. But and his brand is always going to be enormous no, during his hometown. In his hometown, I don't believe that. After when they move to Las Vegas, I will guarantee you he'll matter about as much as a booger. He's going to always have a following no. in Oakland. He's going to have an up with all of his friends that suck up to him and nobody else. <laughs> all of his hanger-on so friends. He, he may not even go to me. Oakland with him. This may be a one-year deal. He's playing, I may go to Vegas with him. Uh, he's not going to Vegas. Right. He will not play in Las Vegas. He won't even be in the league when they go to Las Vegas. Trust me, I'm in Vegas a lot. They're building this stadium. I know where they're building. It's a magnificent yeah. scene, what's going on in Las Vegas. Well, that's near... Uh, it's right behind the Mandalay Bay, right okay. on the highway. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it's going to be an incredible uh, thing because everything they do is incredible. Let me tell you something. The new yeah. arena, the T-Mobile, where they've had all these fights, the Mayweather fight, the... That's for the, the hockey Kinology team. and the hockey team. It is an incredible building. It's like a spaceship. Now, the one in Detroit, equally, very nice. Everything new is nice. Mercedes Stadium in Atlanta, they're all nice. But believe me, when Vegas does that NFL team, when they build that stadium, that Shangri-La, I guarantee you, the one in L.A. for the Rams and Chargers, the Chargers should have never left San Diego. They're a joke at that stub up center. More fans for the other team than the home team. It's embarrassing. But when they do Las Vegas, when the Raiders take over Las Vegas, trust me, you, it's going to be like nothing you've ever seen. Because the Raiders, at the end of the day, have never mattered at the Coliseum in Los Angeles, and they really don't matter in that dump they play in in Alameda. That place is a dump. You played in it. I agree. And the new stadium they play in in Las Vegas will be the Shizzle. <laughs> you know what's up. <laughs> that is going to be the place to be. Let me tell you something. Everyone leaves Las Vegas on Sunday morning, right? Yep. Now they're leaving on Monday. Right. I would agree. Trust me. Oh. Sundays are going to become a hot commodity in Las I, Vegas. I, w- I would agree. It's going to be great for, for Vegas, and it's going to be it will be great for the Raiders. You still have those fans, those diehard fans from Oakland who will travel to Vegas to see their team and, and cheer them on. How great was it for you to see me today after a long it time? It was outstanding. Been out it has me. been um, I haven't seen you in well over a year. I know. I only see you on that one night when they do that crappy thing to me where uh, they make me come in here for two hours on the NFL draft. Oh, that's right. Like yeah. You guys can talk more football than me. It's the funniest thing ever. Let's send Brian Jones and <laughs> Giannotti down to the draft <laughs> in the studio at night for four hours instead of Pharrell. We'll bring Pharrell in at midnight for two hours. You know what I do for those two hours? I fondle my leg and eat crackers with salt on them. That's what I do. You know, and that's the only time I ever get to see you. It's BS. It's ridiculous. I know. We should do something about that, right? Yeah. Don't invite me to any of your stupid, like, lawyer sessions either around here. You know, we're going to come in and have a sexual harassment legal uh, hour where you have to come in in the morning or the afternoon, and the night people get shafted. If you work overnights, we still need you there at 9 in the morning. you got to get a hotel room so you can learn. Learn about harassing employees. I, now I know why you wanted to do this. You just needed to vent, right? What are you talking you just, about? You just needed to I'm, vent. I'm venting that I never get to see you. It's ridiculousness. And the fact is, I finally got to hang out with you. Is the only reason I came to this place today. The <laughs> only reason at all. Now, let me talk to Tim. Tim in Flint, Michigan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scotty. Shake it Oh, shake it <laughs> 
Is it time for a freshie, though? Can anybody there this time get a freshie? They do not pour beers at this hour. God forbid. (laughs) Can you imagine? They're cringing in the suit's office right now. Someone asked for a beer this early in the morning. But if it were me, I'd be pouring Bloody Marys and mimosas. And I want to say one other thing. They had this long laundry list of uh, sound we were going to run on the show today. Sounds like some other people I know around here that play too much sound on their shows. (laughs) Let me tell you something. When you got me around, I am the Pharrellian sound. You know, I don't want to hear from Mike Tomlin about political issues or Drew win once a month breeze whose career has gone down the toilet or Ron Rivera. Nice job last year, Ron. Or Michael Thomas. Who is Michael Thomas? How about Isaiah Thomas? I don't have any. I am the best thing that's ever happened to this place. And know this. The sound today was a waste of time. You guys did a great job producing all that sound we never used. <laughs> He's right. He's right. Hey, who, whoever thought up that rule about running 10 seconds off was drinking for the NFL? Because that, that was the end of a great game. And the NFL wet themselves by having some- I just have no idea what you're talking about. When you started talking about wetting yourself, it made me think of some very bad things that have happened in my life after hours uh, in various hotel rooms all over North America and in Europe. <laughs> Scotty, it it's has good to been see you. so much fun, my Knuckles. man. Uh, you might as well just go tell him to get the checkbook out. Yeah. That's a done deal. That's it. If this other guy gets that job, they better know where to find me because uh, <laughs> all they do is keep making bad decisions around here about talent. They might as well finally realize it's finally time to come to the Piper. The Piper's home. Yes, Piper's home. Scotty the Piper's real. come calling the Mad Hatter. Sitting in for Geo. My man. I'm going to lead the rats through the street. <laughs> Your boy showed up here today and set the standard. You tell Randy Cross yeah. I said good luck. Yeah, good luck, Randy Andrew Cross. Bogus. Hey, Bogus, you better shave that beard. You're finished here. I just kicked your ass, too. And tell <laughs> DA to get back on that sissy ship he lives on. <laughs> Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.